Yes, it did. We had a power outage. In October. Ugh, it was awful. It was terrible, as the French it can say. I wish I had a joke about it, but I'm just... We're still, still we're still recovering. I'm, when when the, late, the, the electricity came back on, I ran around the house and turned every light on. It took me three days. And that's why we're doing the podcast today, because I was busy. He was busy. Um, I had to, to put in my, uh, my, uh, my, what's it called? Creepy crawler machine back in order. Remember those? It, you melt oh, the wax. Creepy crawlers. And there was a, an alternate version for, for women. Uh, Easy bake oven. No, fuck. It's a poly pocket, but it was a big poly pocket and you could like change her clothes by melting uh, hot wax oh, on her. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. I had one. Those were the days. But the creepy crawlers, they used to have the... I had the Power Rangers uh, little dishes. Like they could, had a Power you could, Rangers. You could buy one. different dishes, and I, I used to make, like, different color... Pot, like, red Power Ranger? Ah, he's purple today. What did you do with those toys? The Like, the little moldy things, didn't ate, they? No, you could eat them. No, 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 no. They, the, the point of them was to get dusty and lost in a drawer or something. I, they don't... If, they, if I still had any, like, in a, like a little baggie somewhere, a little baggie in my closet, they'd be all... There were ones that you could eat, too. I remember you could, like... I'm, the candy one. Yeah. And they also had a crayon maker. But I never had the... I never had the candy one. They had a crayon maker, too. I never had the crayon one. But I'm sure they would have been delicious. Now that we're, we're grown-up hipsters with jobs that uh, allow us to buy things, we're gonna, we're gonna buy... Yeah, a, we're gonna go out right now. A creepy and that's color. that's Ben Sportslandia. Good night, everyone. Uh, he's just kidding. Um, no, I'm not. Oh, we got how long are we into this thing? We're... Long enough. We're okay, long enough. Let's keep going. Now, the topic for Sportslandia, two hipsters... Oh, it's perfect that I was talking about eating because it's sports food. Sports food. Sports food. Sports food is the topic this week. More specifically, stadium food. Take me out to, to the, the ball, ball game. Take game. me out with the crowd. Buy me some pennies and apple jacks. I would actually like to come back because it's late. Wait, I wait, have wait, wait, work wait. in the morning, but I'll have a hot dog or beer because it's one, two, three strikes, you're out. Hey, don't call me queer. Did you write that? That uh, was brilliant. Pennies and Apple Jacks. <laughs> Songwriting major degree. Wait, did you say Apple Jacks or Cracker Jacks? Apple Jacks. Oh, my God. Imagine. Let's call up Abner Doubleday. He's got a new tune. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. They they need cereal. Um, but okay, Alex, what is your favorite stadium food? I don't. It's they're too expensive. I've never eaten stadium food. Really? No. I would have to say. Oh, I would like to give a shout out to a kid who's never probably going to listen to this ever. But uh, Chris Tashro, do you remember? Chris Tashro, he's Mr. Sports. He bought us food at a uh, Fenway Park. He did. We, um, Alex and I used to live in Boston, where we went to college, and our friend Chris Dashrow, who's a huge Red Sox friend, came... Came to visit us, he, and bought us tickets, and brought us to the... He, he bought us out to the ball game. Yeah. He brought us out to the park. He <laughs> bought me... Peanuts a, and like Some kind of hoagie. Yeah, he bought me a bag of cotton candy. He bought me, um, sausage and peppers. Okay, alright. And a sandwich. That was very good. So you don't have a favorite, huh? I would say, well, they're all kind of like hot dogs, pretzels, popcorn... Yeah. But now, now... What do you get at a basketball game? Oranges? I don't... Oh! Actually, every basketball game that I've been to, I've got nachos. I don't know why. You know what? When I, I was little, I went to the Hartford Civic Center, which is now the Hartford XL Center, mm -hmm. 
Um, and you're, I know you're thinking, I want you to see the Whalers, the beloved Whalers, mm-hmm. but I, that was not so. I was seeing, seeing Beauty and Beast, Beauty and the Beast on ice. Okay. And Typical. I had, this is probably the best snack I've ever had at a stadium. It was a little plastic cup of chip. Remember the, the character from the movie Chip? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And they filled oh, yeah. it. They filled it with like uh, that ice that they put the colored juice on. Oh, what do you call that? Snow, snow cone. cone. Yeah, it was a snow cone. It came in a chip cup, and I had that cup for a very long time. Well, I don't know what happened. To the it. only reason they served it there is because it was a show on ice, and you're thinking, I want shaved ice. Actually, I could have probably used a hot food. I'm pretty sure I just dumped out the colored stuff and played with the cup. Really? Yeah. I was probably five. Well, I, you know, I've when we went to our, our high school f- uh, football games, I played cowbell and Alex played apathy. Uh, I would get I'd get hot dogs because they were a dollar. But when Wait, you you really played cowbell, I played. I, I remember this. I, just so I could see the game you for used, free. You used to practice. I I practiced a lot. How many times did you hit the cowbell during the game? Countless scores. A gross probably per game. Every time the uh, the the opposite team went to score a goal. They'd hear a, a slight ding in the audience, and they'd always miss. They would. I was I was the distractor. Ding. But we grew up, and we went to to ball games. Now there's this place, uh, New Britain. The New Britain Rock Cats are the. Are what he What he's saying is New Britain Rock Cats. There are minor league baseball team. And he's making fun of the. Way you go there. You speak. You go there language. to get food. You don't go there to see the game. No. You, I, now, Honestly, the only thing I've ever remembered from that game is you catching a foul ball, as we've talked about, mm-hmm. and Coco Crisp. Yeah. I don't even remember what he looks like. Spe- hey, stadium food. Coco Crisp is a food name, and he plays baseball. Not really a stadium food, though. No, well, Apple Jacks isn't Wouldn't either. Wouldn't great if his name was, like, Cracker Jacks? Like, and now to the plate, Cracker Jacks. That- Everyone throws their Cracker Jacks in the air. Well, I know a guy named Jack Pot. But he's an opera teacher. He he's not in here's, show. Here's a funny. This is actually true, and this is kind of only has to do with the fact of Nate people's names sounding like things. But my great grandmother's podiatrist might have been my grandmother's. I'm pretty sure it's my great grandmother. I heard this the other day. Her podiatrist's name was Doctor Foot. Are you serious? Yeah. F- Destiny. F O O T E. Wow. Do you think that's why he became a podiatrist? Yes, Destiny. I bet he was like, I don't know what kind of doctor I'm going to be. Never. And somebody was like, why don't you become a podiatrist? And he said, why? And they said, because you'd be great with feet. That's a, that's, yeah, that's, that's enlightening. You know, speaking of, of ballpark food, um, I found that whenever I go to a game, I stock up on food beforehand. I put it in my pocket. Oh, I've seen you with, I've seen him walking up. Toward like the the very back of the stadium, like he's got the high seats. He paid two dollars for his seat, and he's holding like seven hot dogs, and they're like a little pyramid in his hand. Yeah, well, actually, he had six in the pyramid, one in your mouth. I have a great ballpark food story that you know, but our listeners do not. I don't know. I went to Fenway Park with my good friend Josh and his friend from Chicago, and I was kind of broke. I just had enough money for a ticket. I didn't have money for food. Yes. So I walk. I'm, you know, I'm sitting. I'm sitting at my seat, um, and uh, the lady in front of me, I'll have a hot dog, please. You know, she summons the the little guy in the yellow shirt, and <laughs> she, you know this one. she hands him a hot dog, or he hands her a hot dog, and she drops it face down in a pile of sand. Now, if you do not know, if someone vomits in a baseball stadium, they just throw sand on it. Yeah. They don't Why mop else it would up. there be sand in a baseball stadium? Yeah, they wouldn't mop it up. They throw sand on it. So the the hot dog goes face first, you know, relish side up, square in the no, sand. wait. 
I had a, I had a joke for that, and you just ruined it. I don't care. And so I hope this hot dog had relish on it. <laughs> so she drops the hot dog, and she goes, "Oh, fiddlesticks," or something along that line. And uh, he, he, she gets a new hot dog. So I kind of look around, and I pick up the hot dog, dust it off my shoulder, and eat it. And I didn't think it was that bad, but people were like, yo, gross. And this one chick took a video of me eating it. Now, mind you, when I was in high school, Alex knows this, I used to eat my French fries with a fork. I used to be a germaphobe. But I think, I think we've ta- we might have talked about this. Yeah, but now... I've definitely talked about it before, not on the radio. That's how expensive stadium food is. Yeah, you're not going to pay for... I, I would surely eat a, a $5 hot dog out of a pile of sand. Yeah, who wouldn't? I would dig... I'd Free toppings. Exactly. You know what I would eat out of a pile of sand? What? A pecan sandy. I feel like you wouldn't notice. <laughs> it would crumble into nothing. Ugh. Wake up in the morning feeling like Pete Diddy. Who doesn't, right? Exactly. Um, that was a very sudden commercial break, but I am happy about it. Yeah, uh, we actually were looking for sponsors. If anyone wants to sponsor on our show, yeah, feel free. Oh, oh, if Google's listening, Google will be listening. Okay, I have a funny story. Offer. I have a funny story. Go ahead. Our, our... Oh, wait, wait, wait. You have a funny story? Go ahead. It's not funny. Oh, so it's like all your other stories. Brooch. You know, we we have the budget for a sound effect, but. Uh, see, Seth Seth is just shaking his head and holding up the checkbook. <sighs> that guy. Seth. So our, our dearest friend, Tom, Tom Feldmos. Feldmos. Um, you can reach him. <laughs> you can reach him at University of Connecticut. His Twitter, Funky Dealster. Funky Dealster. But he is a thrifty fellow and a hipster alike. Now, he plays bass in my band. He's an accidental hipster. He's an accidental hipster. But his family... Are, they're very nice people, aren't they? Yeah. But they are what I'd say frugal, right? Yes. Lovely people. I once went to a baseball game with his father. Did you know this? No. This is like this I is like no last idea. year. I had no idea. He brought me. He brought me out to the ball game. I'm a little hurt. You weren't invited. Uh, uh, no, I'm more. Hurt. I went. No, I'm a lot hurt. I went with Tom, our friend Max Langevin, and a Tom. What? <laughs> Wait. Why didn't I come? He went to this baseball game. Why and, didn't and I his come? And dad, his dad was like, hold on a hot minute, guys. And he left. And he wasn't... We didn't see him for the whole game. And when I we, we went out to go to the bathroom, we saw him snacking on delicacies from the stadium. Huh. That wasn't a funny story. I'm just saying that... No, that wasn't a funny story. That, Why did you start with, I have a funny story? I don't know. But uh, it's just too expensive. I've gone to hockey. Hockey pretzels. Warm hockey pretzels are delightful stadium food, right? Yeah, I guess. They're they're delighted by people all over Philadelphia. H- hot, steaming, you know what, salty You know what else people in Philadelphia like? What? And we are going to get rid of, like, how big is Philadelphia? It's going to be, like, uh, 2% of our fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently had a Philadelphia cheesesteak. I've had it from the famous places that Geno's across and from Pat's and you know, yeah. yeah, whatever the the two competing places, which by the way both taste exactly the same. I don't 
Carrie. One has I a, think they're sharing a kitchen below the street between their two restaurants. Yeah, and one of them has a little dash of racism, which adds a nice bite. Yeah, that was that was good. I like that one. But, but no, I, I had a Philly cheesesteak, and I had one at a diner uh, in North Philly that was like completely on the opposite side of the city as these places tasted exactly the same. You know what else tastes the same? A Philly cheesesteak from Friendly's, which is going out of business. R.I.P. But... I, it's all the same crap. I feel like Philly people you know, in Philadelphia just like burnt meat with uh, hot cheese. You know what? The whole we could have a whole series, like a twenty volume series on colloquial food. Yeah. Because example, I go to a uh, Boston Celtics versus um, versus Chicago Bulls game in Boston, and I get a hot dog, and they have Nathan's. Nathan's is an East Coast hot dog, yeah. correct? Yes. And what you put on a Nathan's... From, uh, Coney, Coney Island. Island, Brooklyn. <coughs> Ultimate hipster. Um, but what you put on a hot dog from Nathan's is either nothing, or ketchup, maybe, or relish. Yeah. Or maybe a little sauerkraut. Maybe. If you go to the fast food chain, it's not the same, because they, they put, like, chili on and stuff. But it's, like, very limited toppings. Exactly. The hot dog by itself... Is beautiful. Now, flash forward a few months, I go to uh, a Chicago Bowl games in Chicago. I order a hot dog, and they have Chicago toppings on it. Do you know what a Chicago hot dog is? I have no idea. I'm going to guess wind. And Yes, lots of wind, <laughs> fire, um, uh, reli- religion, and beer. No. Uh, they have cucumbers and celery salt and tomatoes. What? But it's delicious. And it was Sounds delicious. And it cost the same amount. I would never eat it. And it was, exactly, colloquial food at the ball game. Yeah. But there's a standard. What kind of freaks are they for putting delicious things on their hot dog? Screw them. No, but in all honesty, there's the standard pretzel, hot dog, beer, all that stuff. You go to, to Yankee Stadium, it's $17 for a shot of liquor. $17. $17. That's a That's $17 I don't have. Yeah. That's the willpower I don't have. The will call to get your tickets. Okay, this is completely unrelated. But I... Actually, it's completely related. So, screw you. I watch the Food Network religiously. I watch it just as much as the ESP Network. Uh, with the, with the, the, uh, the competitions with balls instead of food. So... There's this one chef on the next Iron Chef. His name is Marcus Samuelson. Lovely chef. And he's the executive chef at the Red Rooster uh, restaurant in Harlem, right down the street from where I work. I go there yesterday. I go there yesterday to buy a gift card for my lovely lady. And they have some of my, the, the museum I work at, some of its merchandise for sale. And I take a picture and it's all awkward and stuff. But anyways, on the last episode of that show, they're objective was to cook gourmet ballpark food. Now, people made sausage and peppers. They made corn dogs. They made all this delightful stuff. And this one asshole, <laughs> this one asshole also makes gazpacho and makes uh, an avocado omelet. And he's like, brunch at the ball game. What, do you, what the hell? Oh, he was, he was copying the thing that they used to do at Yankee Stadium uh, because Babe Ruth's favorite... Um, Kind of green was avocado. Are you serious? No. That's a good joke. I just wanted to let you dig yourself into a hole for the past two minutes. I'm sorry. Just talking. I'm just stating not, a fact. I'm not interrupting you anymore. I'm just going to let you talk. It's it's great enough just to let you uh, go down on your own. 
<laughs> yeah. The avocado. What are you getting? Avocado. Okay. Did, does, did, does anyone, did anyone remember uh, the vice president debate? Ooh, I watch Iron Chef. What? I love Iron Chef. Yeah. Uh, the vice president debate between Palin and Biden. You and I watched that. We yes. watched it in a hotel room in Boston, oh. uh, eating cookies. Uh, but they were these little tickers of how people thought about how Biden was doing and how Palin was doing. Every time Palin opened her mouth, it would go down. Every time Biden would smirk and take a sip of his beer and shoot up. You know, I bet you there's a thing like that for us right now. And I'm, I've flatlined and you're just like the Mount Andes. People are going to put my face on a beer cozy right next to Joe Biden's face. They're going to love me. Wait, do you know that they actually have Joe Biden yeah, beer cozies? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And you're going to write your own book called, uh, dur, 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 whatever, what was her book called? Um, Going Rouge. Oh yeah, Going Rouge. She was, because she wore red all the time. Because she wore makeup. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think Deep Duty is the name of the book for, uh, Carlos Mencia. By the way, what happened to Carlos Mencia? Life. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you.